0: Oh, good. A story set in the Middle East. That's definitely something this creative team handles with great cultural sensitivity, like that country in Transformers that they named Carbomia. Ugh. Also, is hearts and cannons supposed to be a pun or something? Because if it is, I don't get it. Anyway, I guess Cobra is wrecking up villages in this unnamed location and kidnapping people. Probably to make them jump on pogo sticks, which will power a machine that turns cats into raccoons, who will then drink up all the cow's milk in the world so that everyone is forced to eat dry cereal. Brilliant! Uh, Wait, I made that one up. It does sound like one of Cobras, though, doesn't it? I guess we'll find out what their deal is soon enough. But first, we have to watch Wild Bill crash another plane. I mean, I realize plane crashes are exciting and make stories happen, but it feels like Wild Bill has a lot of them. Like, enough that maybe you wouldn't want to keep putting him in charge of flying planes. While this is happening, the Joes throw a tank overboard. Wait, is it overboard if it's on a plane? I guess it doesn't matter. The lead story here is Elite Fighting Force crashes expensive plane, comma, loses expensive tank. Two guys, whose names I probably should know by now, also parachute out in the chaos. Oh, God, I'm going to get comments about this, aren't I? The thing is, this show has 7000 main characters, and if they're not wearing a ninja costume or hanging out with a wolf or putting on a wig and doing a hilarious dance or in Snake Eye's case, all of these, I just have a hard time keeping everyone straight unless they say their names out loud a few dozen times. And come on, honestly, these are two of the most generic looking army dudes imaginable. I'm only human, you guys. Okay, okay, they're footloose and dusty. I actually looked it up. Happy now? Just don't expect me to remember which one of them is which. Anyway, Dust Bowl and Footsie stumble upon some kind of Cobra training camp out in the middle of the desert. They're testing some kind of plasma cannon invented by this lady, Dr. Winters, who is smart enough to invent a deadly plasma cannon, but not smart enough to realize that punching Destro in the face would hurt her hand. So, on average, a typical engineer. The Joes pull the old pretend you have a broken leg in the middle of the street while the other guy buries himself in the sand routine. Why this cobra dude actually fell for that tired cliche is anyone's guess. Then, rather than stealing his pants and sneaking into the compound, they instead force the guy to drive them there himself at gunpoint. You think they teach carjacking at G.I. Joe boot camp? Or do they try to save time by recruiting people who already have basic carjacking skills? The Joes rescue Dr. Winters, who I guess they just knew was there at this place they didn't know existed before they accidentally fell there? I'd feel a lot better about this if I knew your names or something. Yes! This is what I've been saying, thank you! Nancy Winters, Dr. Winters to you. Right. And I'm Dr. Footloose, and that's Dusty up there, he's just an intern. Okay, that was actually kinda cute and I'll shut up about their names now. The Joes managed to escape with Dr. Winters into something called the Death Zone, which, OK, I don't know everything about G.I. Joe, but my guess is that's not a good thing. Footloose escapes a delicate landmine trap with a sensible enough tactic, but I'm seeing something cosmic here. See, everything is everything. To a landmine, you're like just some heavy. Same as this. I want to point out that he's clearly high, but 40 years of shitty Scooby-Doo parodies have pretty much ruined cartoon characters or obviously smoking weed jokes, so I won't. The Cobra dudes are reluctant to enter the death zone, and Destro gives them a bunch of crap for it. I guess he's one of those, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean, style bosses. Cobra commander would have already been calling out a barely audible, retreat from the 500 yard head start he would have gotten from running away the second they saw the sign that said death zone. To their credit, the Cobra troops press forward, but they're really not happy about it. I'm not going to lie, that half-hearted battle cry got a legitimate laugh out of me. Meanwhile, Wild Bill lands the plane, the one I was certain he was crashing hours ago in story time. Like, it was clearly nighttime when those guys parachuted out, and now it's day, so it's been at least a few hours. I guess he's just been circling all this time, or... Anyway, the Joes and Dr. Winters continue escaping through a sandstorm. I guess there's supposed to be romantic tension or whatever, but I can't tell which one is supposed to be her love interest, and to her credit, she's not really all that interested in their vaguely creepy innuendos. Dusty breaks off and steals a Cobra Jeep thing, while Footloose and the good Doctor are kidnapped by some dude who calls himself Jabal. He talks about prophets and offers them a thousand pardons and has a bunch of camels and refers to their lost tank as the chariot that fell from the sky. And you know what? I'm just gonna skip this part. So the Joes defeat the Cobras with the help of their new friend who ends up being the king of wherever it is they are. Which was also how the Transformers episode Aerial Assault ended. Is everyone in Sunbow's version of the Middle East royalty of some kind? Because actually that's kind of sweet in a weird way.